Anna here. Did you know I have another podcast? And did you know it's all about failure? Well, at this point, you'd have to answer yes to both of those questions because I just told you. But my other show isn't just about failure. It's about failing your way to success. Yes, success. Because the most successful people are often just the people who've gotten up the most times after their failures. Don't believe me? Go download Fail Your Way to Success wherever you get your podcasts or go to failyourway.com for more info. Now back to the show. I wouldn't say we fell in love right away. I think we were, as they call it in the biz, trauma bonding. And then after eight years of being insufferably sober, I started drinking again. Addicts tend to be rather sensitive people. Aren't you Mark Marin? I'm like, yeah. And she goes, what happened to you? Hey, this is Anna David. You're listening to Recover Girl Podcast, a podcast about addiction and recovery. You want to know more about it? Go to recovergirl.biz. Sign up for the newsletter by going to recovergirlnewsletter.com. I am now releasing episodes that are called Recover Girl Goes to the Psychiatrist. I'm releasing them in between the guest interview episodes I have long been releasing. And I'm doing this because I am sent questions all the time that I cannot answer. So I have brought in a friend who happens to be um, a fantastic psychiatrist here in Los Angeles. His name is Dr. Josh Lichtman. Say hi. Um, I said say hi, not say hey. (laughs) Um, I want to say up front that the information on this podcast is not intended to be a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Got it? Now, I am going to read Dr. Lichtman a question I was sent, and he is going to answer it. This is from a sober person who wrote me and said, I told my sponsor that I take Effexor for depression, and she told me that I'm not really sober, so she can't sponsor me anymore. I thought if you were sober, you're just not supposed to be taking addictive medications like Xanax and Ambien. Are you not supposed to be taking anything? Whoa, is I, all I have to say. And obviously, you are not a spokesperson for Alcoholics Anonymous or no. any other 12-step program, but what are your thoughts? Um. You know, to me, I think that that's actually really sad and scary. Um, where do I start? You know, taking a medication under a doctor's supervision is most of the time completely appropriate and should not be viewed as being any sort of, you know, deviation from sobriety, certainly in the context of it being an antidepressant. And an antidepressant isn't something that you can abuse or get kind of hooked on. So I, I think that that person, I mean, specifically in the context of Effexure, I think that's just somebody really kind of speaking out of line. You know, a sponsor's not supposed to give you medication advice or rulings. And I don't know, you know, what the core belief of AA would be, but I don't think that there would be a problem with getting medical help. No, they actually have a pamphlet um, that speaks to this. I believe it's called um, Medications and Other... Uh, I'm so sorry, Hmm. I forget what it's called, but there's definitely a pamphlet about it. And clearly that's not the correct sponsor. That's somebody who's not trying to be a horrible person. It's somebody who's speaking from ignorance. Yeah, that's that's out of their scope. Yeah. Um, And, you know, I, again, could go on and on, I'm sure, about, you know, medications being mis kind of prescribed. Right. And misdiagnosed. Right. 
But I think in that particular case, you know, no, in my mind, the idea of somebody who's taking an antidepressant, that does not mean that they're not sober. Are there medications that a sponsor should be allowed to say you shouldn't be taking? Well, I mean, again, you know, I'm kind of from this other school, right? I'm, I'm from refuge recovery, which is different than AA. So it's different. Um, and so I, I can't, I can't speak to, again, the, the core beliefs of what AA would tell people to do, but there are definitely some medications that are more concerning. I mean, if, if your question said that the patient was taking Ativan, you know, or Valium, I'd be like, oh yeah, that person's definitely, you know, the, there's, questionable sobriety here but are there sober people who could you know quote unquote take that and not be quote unquote breaking any you rules? know it just really depends right really depends i mean i don't know that i can make a blanket statement i think i can make a blanket assumption that if somebody's taking a, a benzodiazepine like ativan or clonopin or xanax that you're probably not sober like sorry mm-hmm. but There probably are cases where that really is appropriate, where, you know, depending on the need for it. But, uh, you know, I think a problem out there is that a lot of psychiatrists are not as informed about addiction as someone like you is. So they may prescribe it and say, well, you're sober, but it's completely fine. Well, you know, and I, I don't know that the psychiatry profession is actually the one who are the most to blame right there. I mean, what I see quite often is that primary care physicians who are inundated with too many patients, you know, and expected to do way too much with, you know, with not enough time. They're the ones who quite often give people Mm. these, you know, 100 tablet prescriptions for Xanax to somebody who has a history of alcoholism. Right. And I see that a lot. And again, I don't think that the primary care doctor was trying to do anything wrong. They were just trying to address the patient's needs that they saw, but they really weren't getting the whole picture. But, okay, excellent. So, you know, what I would say to that person is, you know, it it is not really up to you to educate the hopefully former sponsor, but, you know, this is not the right person for you. This is someone who just actually doesn't understand what he or she's talking about. Yeah, definitely. And I I think there are some kind of old school AA recovery people out there that would still say, oh, yeah, you can't do anything. But then, you know, that's bordering on, you know, I want to say Christian science, and I shouldn't say that because I don't know enough about Christian science, but you're, you know, to to tell somebody that they shouldn't take a medication for something that, you know, is a a biological state or condition, it's just, to me, it's not helpful. Well, that's it then. Uh, You have been listening to Recover Girl Goes to the Psychiatrist, a new bi-weekly edition of the Recover Girl podcast you've come to know and love. Find out more about this podcast by going to recovergirl.biz and we will talk to you soon.